welcome to Unashamed, a Smut Lovers podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And today we are doing book four of The Dark Side by Christy Cunning. If you have not read slash listened to our previous three episodes on this, go do that first. Go do your due diligence and then come back because we're going to spoil some shit for you if you start here. There's your warning. You've been warned. Okay. So... We finished off with, we kind of figured out who the bad guy is now. Um, I was, Harold killed her, but he wasn't like the big bad, you know what I mean? But like, he was still fucking shady. So I will take credit for the fact that Harold's a bitch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then um, also, Jal or... Uh, that's how you would pronounce it, right? I uh, sure. Jaw. I don't know. The beast um, is the big bad. It is a yeah failed child of Lucifer, and he is essentially pure evil, pure unadulterated evil. So there's no balance there, and he gotta go. And he's the one that is inspiring all the rebels. So. In order to defeat him, Paka and the boys may have to sacrifice themselves. They may have to flip the switch, so to say, and uh, detonate the apocalypse. So I am. I'm, so I remember more of book four than the rest. So I don't want to um, say anything. I, I don't. I vaguely remember the ending. But so basically. Uh, there's two options. Either Paka and the boys beat Jal the Beast, or they trigger the apocalypse. And triggering the apocalypse will essentially destroy the world as we know it, right? But it also seals both heaven and hell. So nobody can go in. However, people can get out. And so essentially Jal would be let loose. Like the world would be destroyed. Jal would be let loose, but he wouldn't be able to get into hell or into heaven. Uh, So they were bouncing between the two ideas. Lucifer kind of wanted the apocalypse and then just to seal him and all of his family back up into hell and said, well, screw everybody else. Like, don't care what happens there. Uh, But the angels want her to defeat Jal because they had a champion. And when he was defeated, they needed, they got on the idea that she was the only one that could do it which is why they killed her in the first place. Um, But obviously she got around that. She knew it was coming and kind of set herself up to, you know, die and then come back. Uh, Like I said, lots of information that happens. We didn't really talk about it in the last episode. We like kind of mentioned it, but we didn't really talk about the whole thing. Um, Yeah. So this book is just going to be the conclusion. I'm assuming one or both of the options will get picked and we'll finally kind of see how it all shakes out. I, I want to say I remember like the very end. Yeah, I definitely remember the epilogue and I would expect you to as well. Um, it's a pretty memorable epilogue. And I also remember how things go. So I don't want to say because I do remember how this ends. 
Okay. Well, I am ready to jump in. Um, I have chapter 16 as our midway point. I only do because too. 16 is 47%, but 17 is 54%. Yeah, I do too. So okay. if you are reading along with us, go ahead and read until chapter 16 and come back. Pause here. Okay, we are back. Yay! Um, so, basically, the entire first half of the book was just her taking a bunch of beatings from, like, everybody. Her family, she, like, set up this battle royale with her family. She got her ass whooped a bunch, and then she, like, leveled up every time, and she just whooped them. And then she finally went to the archangels and she said, you know, give me everything you've got. And then she whooped <laughs> then she whooped them. So Yeah. And whatever she did when she planned to die, she made it so that she would come back stronger this time. Yeah. So another aspect is the devil said that there is a you know, second switch that is non-lethal. Um, I feel like I remember the last half of the book, so I don't want to say anything. Um, I don't. <laughs> but I'm assuming because this is a happy romance, it's going to resolve itself. Like, either she's going to set off that secondary trigger that doesn't kill her because the apocalypse triggered like big one it would kill her in the process but the secondary one i'm assuming triggers the apocalypse but then doesn't kill her or she's gonna fight that thing and win but the only basis i have for that is the fact that i know this doesn't end in like tragedy because i don't read books that do so do you remember the epilogue no i i have uh this whole series has just been one big blank for me. Like, I remembered certain details about things, but, like, as far as the actual conclusion or, like, the main storyline plot, nothing. I've got nothing up in my brain about it. I do remember the epilogue, and that's how I remember how it ends, and um, I'm not going to say anything because I do know how it ends. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, another thing that happened is three out of the four guys have done the I love you thing. So they can't say I love you, but they can like show her that they feel it. And Jude is a holdout. I have liked Jude less and less as the books have gone on. Same, which is weird because I want to say like in their past lives, he wasn't the holdout. I don't know, but he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, he's, I don't really get it either, especially this far into the series. Like, obviously, I'm sure they're going to wrap it up, but I, it feels weird to be this far in with, like, what, 50 pages left to go? It's, like, and, 100. It's the longest book. Well, fair enough. But, like, you know, this far in and him still be like, I still don't trust you, even knowing essentially, like, the entire backstory, the entire everything. Like, they've literally lived an undeterminable amount of time. 
prior to their deaths a few centuries ago. Like, you know, maybe yeah. they don't have the memories, but they have everything else that says, hey, you know, if there's one person in this entire, you know, world you should trust, it would be her because she physically cannot do anything to betray you or harm you. Like, yeah, I don't. He's he's dumb. Yeah. So I feel you on that. Uh, I'm ready to jump back in. I love this series. I do. I'm well, just, we're ready to be done. Yeah. I'm ready for something new. Yeah. We're doing LJ Shen next, guys. Woo! I'm so excited. So that'll be fun. Okay. So if you are reading along with us, go ahead and read till the end of book four and then come back. Pause here. Okay. We're back. Yes. Um. Okay. So I was right at what I thought thought I remembered which I did not say um but essentially they went to fight Jal and um she had to flip her switch and they also had to flip their switch so she died but she came back as a ghost girl like last time with no memories so essentially like the weapon still remains, but the ammunition does not. And so she came back, like, way less badass than the last time. Yeah. So the first epilogue was essentially her just coming back and being ghost girl again. And then becoming corporeal. And then epilogue two was five years later. And kind of from the boy's perspective and kind of talking about just how she's just a little bit different because the original Paka is the one who made the one who we went through the entire series with. But their Paka is the one who made this newest one, if that makes sense. So every time she dies and comes back, she's kind of created by the previous Paka and so she's just a little bit different every time and uh, in this case she's a lot less badass like she's clumsy and stuff like that but she's still her you know yeah so I definitely remembered the epilogue um, which is how I knew that she died Um, I knew that it wasn't going to be like just that simple and then, I mean, you had all, like, the Mario hints and things like that. We've been, like, um, really heavy into Mario in my household. So my husband's beat, like, probably at least six or seven games <laughs> recently. So um, the Mario references were cool for me. But the, yeah, I mean, I remembered what was going to happen. So... And it did. I I started kind of remembering as I was getting closer to the end of the book. Like, by the time we got to that blog, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember all of this now. But it definitely, I was drawing a blank the whole time throughout most of the series about how it was going to end. I'm surprised that you didn't remember because you're such an epilogue girly. I know. I know. This is my favorite of all of. C.M. Owens works. 
So this series is my favorite. I like this one more than all the pretty monsters. I like it more than ah, Mindfuck is really good though. But um like the this is like my favorite. So it's always stuck with me. Um in some way or another, especially that epilogue, because it was just so good. Yeah, it was definitely a good epilogue. I mean, I'll probably remember it now, but I don't yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, um so next week we are gonna be doing LJ Shen's new book. So stay tuned for that because that should be fun and exciting. We're big, big, big LJ Shen fans. So um yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about this. We've done four episodes on this series so <laughs> yeah Courtney's hella sick so we'll we'll see how the LJ Shen episode goes because um hello it's Monday morning for us too well thank you guys for listening and we will catch you next week thanks bye